Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am recording from WTF Media Studios. They have their LA location ready and open for business. So you guys absolutely need to go check it out. And as always, subscribe. Go ahead and do it. You want to do it. You're wet. You're horny. And you should just go ahead and click that subscribe button, okay? That's how I get people to do shit. It's telling them. Just the tell w- them they're horny. Yeah. I should use I should do that. <laughs> you should. Guys, I have Lala Kent here. We met, what, two years ago? Yeah, but how did we meet again? I can't remember exactly. I think... I became you- familiar with you because you dropped the Range Rover story. <laughs> and then I immediately demanded that I no longer have a Range Rover and to put me in a G-Wagon. Wait, did you after yes. I said that? Yes. Okay, let's back up for people who don't know because it's so good. Well, first of all, Lala, one of the most loved reality stars to ever come through television. 100%. From Vanderpump Rules, your book, Give Them Lala, your podcast, Give Them Lala, right? All things Give Them Lala. Tour, Give Them Lala. (laughs) He does not fucking stop. We are both from Utah. Yep. And on my old podcast, I said something that looking back, I think was gossipy and not nice. But I was talking about your relationship. Because on the show, you there's a scene where your ex gifted you a Range Rover, right? Yeah. So then I went on the podcast and I said, that's cute that he gifted her that, but not really because he took it from this girl I know that lives in Utah and then oh, gave it to you. Oh, no. Which he loves a blonde bitch from Utah, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> 
That is fucking hilarious. But I apologize for doing that, by the way. But why? Don't even worry about it. Because it was like clickbait, shock value. Yeah, but who cares? Because after that, I demanded a G-Wagon and I got it. So whatever. So I'm kind of a saint. I'm like, yeah. And by the way, everything you were saying was true. Everything that most people were saying was true. You know, so it's all good. I'm not even upset about it. Okay, good. That's like, that's a boss ass way to respond to that. Should we, let's just rip the bandaid off and talk about it. Okay. You went or are going through a very public breakup. Yes. We're approaching a year of being fully done. Like I I have not seen him for for a year. Yeah. So how does that work? Well, first of all, congratulations on your beautiful, drop-dead, gorgeous... I mean, she's not a baby anymore, Ocean. How old is she? She's a year and a half. A year so and a I half. I think that's like a toddler, right? Yeah, toddler. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to not call her baby anymore. She'll always be the baby. Yes, exactly. She's Your guys' relationship is so fucking cute. I grew up with a single mom, so when I see your guys' relationship online, I find it very touching and, like, really beautiful. You know? She's my best friend. Mm-hmm. She has, like, such a cute little personality. I'm a single parent, but I do have a lot of support. Like, my mom ended up moving out to L.A. She helps me with Ocean, so I do have a co-parent in that regard. Right. But now Ocean, because she's, you know, developing her little personality, mm-hmm. and my mom has a specific ring for when I do FaceTimes. Oh, okay. And Ocean, when she hears it, Screams, Mama! Oh my God. That's so cute. Oh my God. (laughs) That is so fucking cute. You guys will always be best friends. I mean, my mom is my best friend. Yeah. Your mom's hot too. She is hot. Super hot. Oh my God. She was just here staying with me and was going out on dates every single night. No. (laughs) Is she on apps? Raya. Yeah. She is on How Raya. How is she on Raya? I have friends that have been waitlisted on I, Raya. I can't get on Raya. I'm not allowed because I think I like was giving out free passes or some shit to like random. I thought people. you were gonna say free pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the bio? Free pussy, Raya. I would never give that shit out for free on Raya <laughs> no. with all the rich guys. Absolutely not. I can't even fucking get on that shit. But um, your daughter is so fucking cute, and. You just said your mom helps you a lot. Yes. What is so your mom is the co-parent. My mom's the co-parent. Randall, you would not consider co-parent. I'm your ex, I should say. You know what's so weird is I I don't look at him as anything. Mm. Like I don't know if it was a trauma response. Yeah. I don't remember any of our time together. I'll see, I'll look at pictures, which by the way, like when I found out that he was not the person I thought he was. I literally cleaned house as far as any memory. I have no videos. I have no pictures. I have nothing of him. Mm -hmm. But I'll see like pictures of myself in the house that we shared. And it's weird because I'm like, I don't remember ever even being in a home with him. Yeah. Like it feels like I'm looking at this baby. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where did she come from? Right. You know? Yeah, I think that's PTSD. Yeah. Because it's too much for your body to handle, right? And you numb everything, right? Yeah. I don't remember much. I remember it not being a great relationship and it feeling toxic on a lot of levels. But my mom kind of reminds me of those things because she was my support system throughout the relationship. Mm. But yeah, I don't really consider my ex anything. Yeah. He just exists you know he exists and like that's about it yeah which I think is totally valid and totally fair I think so too and it's still fresh and I mean 
I don't I don't think anyone knows. No one knows exactly what went down, but I'm sure it is very valid why you feel that way, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously I think most people read the LA Times, which was a 10,000-word article, but there's so much behind the scenes that I deal with on a day-to-day basis when it comes to this person and it's like how am I dealing with this because I don't even know this person so why is he such like a presence in mm-hmm. in the dark cloud if that makes sense because I feel like I'm happy I feel good I'm excited about the future I'm loving being single but there's like this little fucking fly that I just can't <laughs> you know the fly that you're like yes why won't it fucking die yeah, like you're I'm- asleep you're asleep <laughs> and it keeps landing on and your face yes like get away from me right Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. That's so interesting that you bring that up. And I wanted to ask you this. You guys were together for six years. Yeah, just shy of six years. Yeah. Okay. And you've mentioned, I don't even know who this fucking person is, right? Yes. And I kind of had that exact same response and reaction with one of my breakups. And I'm sure you've asked yourself this. How did I not know? Right? Was that like the first thing you asked yourself? Like, how have I been with this person for this long and I'm just realizing what type of person they are? Have you ever asked yourself that or no? Yeah, I constantly sit here and I consider <laughs> myself like I'm not, I'm by no means like a smart bitch. You throw me into school and I'm like, what? Wow, one plus one, what? <laughs> but like street smart, I consider myself like you throw me into the real world and I'm totally gonna fucking kill it. Mm-hmm. So I sat there and thought, how stupid could you be? So many people were talking about this guy and how horrific he is. Mm -hmm. And you just thought like, nothing's wrong, don't look into it. I can't even explain. There's so many times where people ask me like, how did you not see the red flags? And I can't explain it because I also don't know how I couldn't, I didn't see the red flags. I mean, me too, honestly. Like looking back, there were so many. But when I was in it, I we don't see them. It's like right? tunnel vision. It's when you look back and I wonder, is that us kind of being in denial? Is that us? I don't know. Maybe it's because we're good people. I was just going to say that. I think the reason, and th- I'm sure this is the same for you because you're a good person. I like you. I have a 
pretty good judge of character. Uh But I think you sit there and you hear things and people are like showing you the red flags and you're like, that type of person can't exist because it Mm -hmm. wasn't about the cheating. The cheating, I never would have stayed. Like that's what made me leave. But there was so much more. That was bad or good? Horrific. Okay. The cheating was like, you know what? I know I don't want to be in this because I don't fuck around with cheating. That was very obvious. That was a very obvious thing. He fucked around on me. I can get over it. We can co-parent. We can coexist. We can bump gums. It was all of the other things that came along with it that obviously I can't share. Mm -hmm. I feel like the universe will at some point share it. Which it did. I kept saying the universe (laughs) shares things and then bam, LA Times comes out. I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. (laughs) The universe does. does. Yeah. And I feel like that was just the tip of the iceberg, Mm -hmm. the LA Times article. So in due time, I think everybody pays for what they've done. And by the way, my, my part in certain things, I know if I'm not moving correctly, the universe is going to hold me accountable. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why I choose to do things a certain way because I have to know, if you make this decision, are you going to be okay with the repercussions? Right. So you believe in karma and that type of thing? Yes. Okay. You will always be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Whether it's now or years down the line, you better be prepared because that's just how the world works. Yeah. Where am I going with this? No. (laughs) I Well, I mean, am I talking? No, I fucking no. I just found that so refreshing, to be honest, because I I kind of think differently where I think, oh, to get ahead in life and to be a winner or to be all of those things, you kind of have to stomp all over people and be a bad person 99 percent of the time. Well, yeah. Do you agree with that or no? I mean, I look at people who have a lot of success and you obviously have, yeah, I think Hollywood is very, a very strange place. Yeah. Like most of the time when I hear about people who have tremendous success, there's always a group of people that are like, like, that person fucked me over. But I would rather be less successful and then be able to lay my head down at night knowing that like I moved correctly today. Yeah. A thousand percent. So... Six years later, you decide to break it off. He's like the fly that won't go away. What do you have to do? Meet him at like a 7-Eleven parking lot or you have someone do it for you? With Ocean, my mom drives her to his house. Mm. His nanny slash supervisor comes out, grabs the baby, and that's what it is. Okay, got it. Yeah. Great. Yeah, should, it's perfect. You should never have to see him ever again. No, I don't want to. And like beyond him being the quote unquote father of my kid, mm-hmm. take that out of it. Like people like me don't associate with people like him. Yeah. You know, like you don't need to be anywhere in my world because like you lower my stock yeah. tremendously. Yes. The opportunities that came my way when that relationship ended, it was crazy. Really? Yes. What What do you think that's about? I just think people knew things that I obviously didn't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember when I recorded with you, that was, had to have been about a year, year and a half ago, because I went on your podcast, right? You went, you came on my podcast, literally, I had probably left that house in the relationship maybe a week. It was like you were- Really? Br- yes, you came to the treehouse, the Airbnb, the <laughs> sanctuary that I- went to because I had nowhere to go. And I remember you saying, this is top secret, private. We do not share this location. No, with anybody. And I was like, damn, like what kind of movie are we in? It felt like a movie. I was like, what is this life? But it was so fresh, right? Because I remember you asked me, 
Sophia, you brought up that Range Rover shit. What else do you know? And I, I think I told you a couple things and you had an emotional reaction, right? Yeah. And that's how I knew how fucking fresh and how real it was. Yeah. Now I'm numb. Because there was so much that it was like once I left, the information just kept coming and it became a lot. Like there, like when I went to Santa Barbara to visit, he had a movie going and I was going there with a group of people for my gender reveal. Oh, okay. And so we were going there because he had to do a movie. Mm -hmm. And I was excited. I'm like, I'm going to find out if I'm having a boy or a girl. And I go to set. And I remember they took me straight to set instead of his trailer. And it's because <gasps> he was Stop. fucking around with a masseuse in the trailer. Stop it. As I'm there to For see For the gender reveal yes. of your baby. Yes. So things okay. like that. When I first, when you first came and we did the podcast, my mm -hmm. podcast. Those are the things I was finding out. Right. And then it just got more and more horrific. Now it's like I can think about these times and laugh about it and be like, what <laughs> the fuck? Who does that? You crazy, sick motherfucker. Yeah. He also, he threatened to sue me. Yeah, he loves a good <laughs> he threatening loves to letter. throw that out there. And then nothing ever happens. No, never. Because lawyers only do work if you pay them. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. so to, it's you, on the cheaper side, which we saw with the fucking the 50 cent fiasco, which you and 50 cent are homies now, right? Yes. I love that. Yeah. I'm sure once you and Randall ended, you and 50 were like, this guy sucks. Yeah. I, we linked up a few times. He said, you know, the first thing he said to me was, you should have listened to me. I was Did like, I try to warn you. Well, I think the the initial thing of like, yo, this dude owes me a million dollars and then like calling him, but 50s words, not mine, calling him like Harvey Weinstein in the caption. I okay. think it was like, oh, hi, warning. <laughs> so 50 didn't have to like directly tell you to your face. It was kind I think it was of warning like, everybody. <laughs> his 28 million followers. Right. No, I know it's funny to look back because I think of shit too where I'm like, you are a fucking idiot. I mean, I was just telling you, I have cheated in past relationships. I will never do that again moving forward. But <laughs> I was trying to defend myself to Lala for one of the relationships. Him always wanting a threesome, totally down to just swap me out with whoever, down to watch any guy fuck me. What? I caught him texting the girls that we would hook up with later behind my back. I'm like, do you, <laughs> should I even be here? Like what? That does not constitute my cheating, by the way. But it's looking back, those signs were so fucking obvious. Yeah. And you just... For whatever reason, in that moment in time, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. How old were you? 24. Okay, I was going to say a threesome is so, like, early 20s. And then it's kind of boring. Well, then it's like, what are we doing? Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. Right. I, I don't need, like, a third person here. Like, yeah. one person is enough for me. I actually totally agree with that. I cut you off. You were going to say that a lot of people will relate to what? Just that when you're in something like that, you don't notice shit. Like, you, you notice it, but it doesn't, like, click in your brain. No, because you're talking to the person who other people are talking about, and they're sitting there, and they're like, I would never do that. And you, you have that connection where now, I don't want to say that I'm, I wouldn't say I'm wounded. I would say I'm smarter now. Mm, so when I'm having yes. conversations, I'm hypersensitive to every single thing that someone is saying. Yeah. Where they're looking. What, you know, it's. I yes. will not be fooled again. Like one little type of a red flag that I see coming up, like uh -huh. we're done here. I feel the exact same way. And I wanted to ask you, 
you're, are you dating? I don't know if I'm dating. I've, I finally fucked a boy <laughs> after like Everybody. a really long time. There we go. There we go. Yes. And I thought I it would be. I finally fucked a boy. Like you're like in yeah, high I said, school. No, I feel like I'm in high school because <laughs> I haven't like a one night stand, which is what I thought it would turn into. But sometimes when the D that's thrown at you is that good, like you keep coming back. And I'm thinking like this guy is never going to be like my person. Uh huh. But like the way he He's is putting things <laughs> down is like you can stay around for as long as you want. You don't even have to take me to dinner. Yeah. That's putting, when you know you're fucked. That you're fucked. The way he's putting things down and inside. Correct. Is, is really. It's all working. You know what's, I've only started caring about dick and dick size as I've gotten older. I think there is such thing as a dude being too big to where it's not enjoyable. Right. But there is such a thing as too small. Well, that's always been a thing. <laughs> But yeah. you know how everyone's like, he's, it's a big old dick. I'm no, like, but yeah. like how big? Because I don't need to feel like it's puncturing my stomach no. and going to come out my head. No, but I recently have been fucking around with the best dick of my life. Really? Yeah, which I thought was just going to be a one-time thing. And it's it's hard to let that go. It's Especially really where we're at, where I think we're so fucking busy with our careers. And especially you, you have a baby slash toddler. You, you're not, you're like, I just want to have really good sex, kind of. It's yeah. Great. And for both of us, I feel like we don't need anybody to come in and offer us anything except, at this point in time, just good dick. Yes. You exactly. know? Like, I don't need you to, like, put my name on the map. I don't need you to support me financially. Like, mm -hmm. I'm all good in all areas. I have my daughter to think of. So the only void you can fill is, like, this yeah me needing sex <laughs> yeah that's all i need from you which i literally yeah i could use a sex toy but it's just it's not the same like i know there's something really hot it. about just like there is someone on top of you. i know and just your orgasm with someone versus with a sex toy it's just it's better it's hotter it, it just yeah is. Can you feel it, Sleuths? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. 
And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalud. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. I want to just let's get rid of Randall like the fly he is. I want to talk about the tattoo because you got his name tattooed. Yes. Rand. Yes. Short for Randall. Yeah. And then you got it replaced or you like covered it up. I didn't want to cover it up 
This is where I get deep and cheesy. Okay. I didn't want to cover it up because the only reason the name had any type of meaning or power was because I I gave it meaning and power. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. he can think whatever he wants about what he's done in life. No one knew who he was until he stepped on the scene with me. Let's just True. call it what it is. True. All right. Yeah. And by the way, how strange is this? So I got the tattoo with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Okay. We were in Puerto Rico. They wanted to get tattoos. I was like, oh my God, I met a tattoo artist that works at the resort and tattoos on her free time. She comes to where we're staying. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan gets, I think it said El Pistolero or something for, for MGK. Okay. I got Rand. Okay. And she asked me, she was like, what if it doesn't work out? What are you going to do? And I, I'm looking at her like, what are you going to do? You got it on your chest. Hey, <laughs> I said, I'll just, I'm just going to change it to brand new if it doesn't work out. Okay. And I never thought I would have to do that. Okay. And I did. I had to fucking do that. But that is. So I always had a plan B. Okay. Love a plan was, B. That was literally going to be my question. Because I'm like, there's no way there had to be a reason why you got Rand and not Randall. And it's because you knew. Well, Rand, was- no. Randall is one of the ugliest names in the world. <laughs> Randall it's- is the guy, is the like evil guy from Monsters. <laughs> it's a horrific <laughs> name. I don't know why anyone would name anyone that. All right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bad fucking name. So you just always called him Rand. Yeah, I just, Randall, with the way he looked, it was just like, this is all bad. <laughs> I've got to <laughs> fucking change this. I've got to add a little swag to you. Yeah. So that's the reason why I put yeah. Rand. Do you think that was maybe a red flag, like getting the tattoo and being like, there's, no, actually, I don't think that's a red flag. I think that was really smart. Well, I always have a plan B. Always. I'm like dependent on a plan B. Me and too. I tell people that all the time. Like even in the relationship when I could have fallen into being very dependent on him, mm-hmm. like I gained all the independence in the world. Cause I always was like, if things go bad, which they could go bad for many reasons. You know, maybe he's out of a job next week and I have to now start, you know, providing. I think that's just a smart way to live. It's kind of that mentality where people think getting a prenup is so fucked up. No, you have to. Marriage is forever. Like, why would you feel the need to do that? Because shit happened. Yeah, because marriage isn't forever. No. You just think it is in the moment. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky if it lasts forever. Yeah. Do you do you? believe that like will you ever get married again or you're oh you weren't even married I never got married and I no I don't think I'll ever get married no I could do like a cute commitment ceremony I want to find a person that I'm with forever Mm -hmm. but like that piece of paper where everything right that he's dealing with and everything I'm dealing with I inherit that Mm -mm. that terrifies me so scary I mean you look at that LA Times article and I think they they added up around $25 million in lawsuits. At any point, if he and I would have been married and they came for him personally, oh, I would have been... Paying sitting, for it? You yeah. broke as fuck. Yeah, I don't have $25 million. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank God you did not marry them. So that is why I will never get legally married. Okay. It terrifies I, me. Yeah, because you can never trust uh, someone's finances, right? Ever. Well, that's why I put the PI on them. Because I got to check it all out. I love how you just say P.I. like so casually. Your assistant was like, she's on the phone with her P.I. Yes. I'm like, once again, are we in the Sopranos? Like, where are we? (laughs) See, maybe I am a little wounded, but I call it just being smart now. Knowledge is power. Like, what is this dude about? Yes. 
let's, yeah, let's fucking move on from him who tried to say he was going to sue me. <laughs> and apparently he does that to everyone. No, he, he actually texted one of my friends saying, I um, am planning on suing her. <laughs> By the way, are you going to Coachella? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then earlier in the text thread said, uh, I know it was you that fucking told Sophia you're going to pay for this type of shit. I'm going to sue Sophia. By the way, are you going to Coachella? <laughs> <laughs> It just gets better. Yeah. What a lunatic. I was like, okay. God, could you imagine being his mom? No. How the, what the fuck did I do wrong? No, no. And you and his ex-wife are really close now. Very close. I can imagine. You guys probably have, can talk for days. Yeah. And you know what? It's a rare occasion that we discuss him. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We're, we're, we got extremely extremely close which mm-hmm. is very strange were you guys that close when you were dating him no okay she hated me okay you know because i was looked at as the girl who ruined a marriage but you know he he's just impeccable at creating lie after lie i don't even know how he keeps up with all his shit yeah but like i've always said he, the man can't take a breath without telling a lie so once he and i were done amber and i really started communicating and just like i apologized to her if just for the role that I may have played in the demise of her her marriage. And she mm. said, you saved me. Ooh. And I said, well, you fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, you should be like, well, I wish that never fucking happened. I know, right? <laughs> that is so funny. By the way, a third person cannot break up a marriage. He broke up the marriage. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I understand where she's coming from, but it wasn't. He obviously, it sounds like with him, there's never well, just a liar. real happening. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to move on from him. Come for me. Try to sue me. That's completely fine. Um, I do want to move on. You have been very vocal about being sober for four years. I'll be four years October 22nd. I need to, I need to understand how and where it stemmed from. Probably a lot of things. I'm sure there's not one answer. But I don't really even, it was just like a whirlwind. Because when I lived in Utah, I would maybe go out like a couple times a month. Yeah. And I'd have a good time. But like I by no means was like drinking like I did when I moved to LA. Once I moved to LA. Yeah. It was like. Every night. Every night. Because every night there's something going on. You know, New York, there's something always going on. I mean, last night in the hotel, I'm like, it's a fucking Thursday. Why is, (laughs) people are fist pumping. It's three in the morning. Go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Always something happening. Mm -hmm. And I just would wake up every single morning being like, I'm not drinking today. Like, I don't want to feel this anxiety and like I could drive off of a cliff. Right. But then you would just end up drinking. Yes, because yes. then that feeling fades, you forget, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm out, let's right. have a drink. Or you want to fix that feeling, and you're like, or I of the just- dog, I just need to dr- have a drink exactly. to settle it all. Yeah. So then when my dad died, it was nonstop, like bottle of champagne next to my bed. In the morning? In the morning until I passed out at night. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the drill. Yeah. And then we went to Disney World, and I was obliterated the entire time. I could not... I would take 
I would take a shot at the bar mm -hmm. before we left, have two roadies because I'm like, I don't two know if there's- roadies. Love a good roadie. <laughs> two roadies for the walk to the roller coaster. <laughs> right? I had yeah. to have it. No, I, I feel that. Don't worry. I found the bar at Disney World though. Okay. And that's where I was parked the entire time. <laughs> yes. We get back to LA. My, the last drink I ever had was a bottle. I finished a bottle of Hennessy straight out of the bottle on a private jet from Orlando, Florida to LA get home. Ugh. I could not be any drunker. I tried to get more drunk, but it was like, you know, when you hit the cap. Yes. 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 Where it's like, you're sloppy, you're tired, yeah. but you're trying to fight it. Woke up the next morning. The kitchen was a disaster. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is, I'm done. Yeah. I'm never picking up a drink again. I was like craving it. So many people ask me, how did you get sober and stay sober? And it's a very hard thing to explain. To explain because I was just done. Right. There was nothing in the world that could change my mind and make me go and pick up a drink again. Yeah. I went I think I got sober and it was maybe like 2 days later that I went to Mexico with a group of friends where there was a lot of drinking. Whoa, okay. And it didn't trigger me cuz I'm like I'm not doing this anymore. Wow. That Even the thought of having a drink mm -hmm. takes me to the darkest place. Really? Yes. Were you thinking about getting sober or it was just that morning something came over you and there you were, said this needs to stop? There were times that I would say I'm I'm going to only have two cocktails max. Mm. I'm only going to drink wine or beer. There were times where I knew that there was an issue. And yeah. then when I couldn't do those things that I told myself I would do, I just came to the realization I like to drink. Yes. And when I get pregnant one day and when and I get I'll older. Stop. Right. Yes. But that morning after Disney World, it was like, a, like something just came over me where I just knew right. this is not, I'm taking my life back. That's so impressive. Thank and you. hats off to you. That's, and also after your father's passing, which I'm so sorry, by the Thank way. Thank you, babe. My condolences. That's just so fucking impressive. Who decides to go sober and their first time stay sober? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I no, mean, it's hard. is how common in that type of thing. Very. And when, because I'm in AA as well, and during the pandemic, there were people that I had been in the rooms with that, you know, had celebrated 15 years, 20 years, and then pandemic hits. We are going to the same meetings, but via Zoom. And these people when are introducing themselves, being like, I'm 24 hours sober. Right, yeah. That's the humbling part about it, is you can celebrate however many years and it could be gone and you could be a newcomer in 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. Does it get easier as time goes on or is it always kind of the same? Is it always a little bit tempting? It's never been, it's been tempting one time in Puerto Rico in July of 2020. I remember this because it was when I conceived my daughter mm. that I called my sponsor every five minutes. I was like, this is like, I'm triggered and I don't even know why. Like, why am I obsessing? And she finally said, call the person to come clear out the mini bar. Take all the alcohol out of their Smart. Room. Yes, so yeah. that's what I did. But that was the one time and I haven't had that since. By the way, those moments could be around the corner. So yep. I'm always prepared for those moments. Mm -hmm. But I do have the tools, just calling my sponsor. If there's alcohol around me, get it away from me. Yep, yeah. Because I'm not going back. Yes. So if you ever feel tempted, it's like remove. I've heard that. It's remove people, places, and things. Yep. Right? If you're feeling tempted. Yes. I think, yeah. I mean, that's just so fucking admirable. I've gone 
like 30 days, 40 days, 50 days. And I feel so great. Skin looks amazing. Energy, clear headed. Yeah. But I always will end up having a drink again. But I always say, if you don't have to be sober, if it's not a problem, like I don't recommend it. Go live your life. Right. Go have cocktails. Go do your thing. If, yeah. If you start feeling the way I was feeling or you're affecting other people in a negative way when you're drinking, like right. something to look into. Yeah. If you go to Disney World. If you go to Disney World with 26 people, most of which are children, and you're like, I need to get fucked up, it's a problem. And you don't even go on a ride because you're sitting at the bar at Disney World. With the rest of the degenerates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With all the people that have been there since like five, like since it opened. Right. And you feel the need to take two roadies to Harry Potter World. <laughs> Maybe just. But again, I'm not, I can't be the person. Maybe someone does do that and they don't have a problem. You have to. No, but by the way, I've had parents be like, I have to get fucked up when I take my kids right. to the world. Like I, who doesn't? <laughs> Which I think that's funny. Yeah. But no, I was in a dark place. Yeah. You know, you know when you have a problem. Yep. You I feel it inside that. of you. I agree with that. A thousand percent. You, and if you don't, keep doing your thing. Yeah. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Loam. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Lala, I am obsessed with you. And one of the reasons I am is because you and I really relate to each other. You're so genuine and real. And I want you to help me 
answer some of my listeners' questions. Oh, okay? I love this. Okay, here we go. First question, advice needed. I just started talking to this guy. I'm 23, he's 38. We went on a date and like the slew I am, I couldn't help myself and I went back to his place. We fucked four times and I'm obsessed. Any chance this guy is actually looking for something and not just trying to fuck? How do I talk to an older guy without seeming so young? Should I hold out now on fucking him? But he's older, so maybe I shouldn't. Okay, that was that was like 20 questions in one. So basically, this, this girl, she's 23, fucked a 38-year-old guy. Yeah, he's not looking for anything with you. If he wanted something, he would not go for a 23-year-old. Wait, really? 100%. <laughs> I love he's how going for a 23-year-old because he's looking to fuck, and you fucked him four times, and you're like now holding out? No. No. Well, you didn't even take a breath. You're like, girl, this is what the fuck it is. No. Okay, that's interesting because I was going to say anytime. For people listening, backtracking in sex is the dumbest the shit dumbest. I've ever heard. The dumbest. Oh my God, I gave it up too soon, but now I'm going to be the virgin. No, he's had it. Lady. He's like, had it. He doesn't care. So stupid. So that's dumb. But I think a 38-year-old could be serious about a 23-year-old, or am I living in la-la land? I think you're living in la-la land. And Any 38-year-old who's like... I'm going for the 23-year-old. You're one of 50 23-year-olds that right. he's going for. By the way, you're 23. What are you doing? You don't want a relationship. Go yeah. and like bang all the 38-year-olds. Yeah, that's true. Because what is that age difference? Like 15 years roughly? How much older was your ex? 20. Okay, and my ex was 11 years. But 23 is so young. Right. That's true. 23, you don't even, girl, you have so much growing up to do. I think women should stay single until they're 30. I agree. I am, I recently turned 30, kind of. I'm the most clear headed. Now I Now you like, don't even want to cheat. Yes. See? See? You grow up. That is, that is the moral of the story. Okay, next question. If you had to choose one thing in a guy that turns you on, what would it be? Oof. There's one so, thing. That there's, there's <laughs> damn, we can only pick one person. Mm. I don't know. No, I can't choose I think just it's one. the dick. I think it's the dick. In a Lala. relationship? Just in a guy. One thing. He's got to eat the cookie. Ooh, yeah. that. Okay. Yes. That's fucking smart. Because when he eats the cookie, there are no red flags. <laughs> okay. That is actually fucking brilliant. I'm going to copy you. If he is a type of guy that will not fuck you until he's eaten you out and made you come. Done. Done deal. Put a ring on it. Yep. But not really because we're not getting married. But I actually, I think that's that's the biggest turn on is when he eats my pussy. No, she's you probably, have to. She's probably looking for like, is it personality? Is it their money? We're like, face <laughs> and vagina. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. Um, let's do this last question. Okay. Hey, Slew. I am in an amazing, loving, committed relationship. I went to a festival all weekend with my girlfriends who are all single, and my boyfriend didn't come. I ended up going on a guy's shoulders for one song to get a better view. After telling my boyfriend he was pissed, he said it made him question his trust, and that freaked me out. I apologized, explaining I didn't know that was a boundary for him and I would not do it again, but he keeps bringing it up. Wanted to know what your thoughts are on this situation. 
I mean, getting on a guy's shoulders, like, girl, how old are you? Are you allowed to have a computer? Where are your parents? No, I, I think your boyfriend should definitely let that go. <laughs> he should let it go. Especially once you have the conversation. And it's like, okay, I won't, I feel stupid even saying it. I won't get on a guy's shoulders again, which I don't feel like that's a frequent thing that you'd be like, well, I'm going to go to a bar tonight and I promise I won't be on someone's shoulders. Like, what the fuck? Lala and I are trying to wrap our brain around it and we're like, oh, you went on his shoulders and he ate the cookie, right? Like that, like that's what you meant to say at the festival. Like we can't comprehend. Uh, th- they sound young. It's not going to work out no. anyway. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Girl, and the fact that she told him, she was honest enough. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> this, these are the Diane Sawyer type questions that like we need to dive into. What do you think she needed to tell him that she? No, she. There are certain things that you can keep to yourself. Well, if it's not a big deal, <laughs> I mean, if your vagina wasn't like you weren't riding him face yeah. first, it's not. You know, right? You, you wanted to shoulder? see the concert. But you don't. You don't tell. To, no. You don't tell, girl. Because by the way, he's never gonna let it go. <laughs> You're always gonna be the the. You have no trust because you got on a fucking man's shoulders. You're always gonna be known as the girl that got on the guy's shoulders. But by the way, can I tell you something that's also a huge red flag? Mm-hmm. If he's upset about her getting on the dude's shoulders, red flag. What are you doing? That would make you, because by the way, my ex was constantly being like, who are you talking to? What yes. did you say? And now I realize it's because you, he knew what he was doing behind my back. Right. So how could I possibly, you know, just text a guy and, and have it be friendshipy? Yes. How could you get on a dude's shoulders and not fuck them? It's like, oh, I think you might be right. creeping around. That's true. If a guy freaks out over something that's that minuscule it's kind of like what are you doing yeah why is that such a big deal to you i think you should check his phone girl i think you should check his phone and (laughs) like invite him to coachella and do it in front of him i don't know girl he needs to get over that if you want to stay with him no i think he might be fucking around yeah maybe oh did we just ruin her day (laughs) we just ruined her day i'm like we're so good at advice we're like girl where are your parents okay Lala, thank you so much for coming on. Um, you are stunning. Lala's hotter in person than on television, by the way, if anyone was wondering. Where can You're they so find nice. you? You can find me on the gram at Lala Kent. Okay. Your book, Give Them Lala, your the, podcast. Yep, Give Them Lala. Give Them Lala all then, around. Yep, and then a new season of Vanderpump Rules will be on next year. Oh, my God. I wanted to ask you questions about that, but we're going to do that off air. Okay. okay, Lala, thank you so much. And you guys know where to find me. Sophie with an F, Franklin with a Y, and on TikTok, just slap a zero onto the end of it. And I will talk to you soon next week. Bye!